You're listening to Cap Chat, the number one soccer recruitment podcast in the United States. This is Cap Chat. Catherine, thank you so much for joining us. How are you doing today? Really good. Having a great day. And good. I'm especially happy that I'm here with you. Well, thank you, thank you. I'm, I'm uh, something for you know from from my end through Rush and being the cap director. We've, I've honestly been looking for for. Uh, this partnership and this relationship for for a while, and uh, I'm I'm excited that I, that I found you um, and that we can we can work together because I, I think it's going to do a lot of good. In fact, I know it's going to do a lot of good for our Rush players to with your experience, which we'll kind of dive into. Owner of NetEd Sport Video, and uh, beyond that, I am a coach uh, of soccer over 20 years, from Division One to Division Three men's and women's soccer. I was first female in the United States to coach men's professional soccer back in 2014. Uh, I still coach men's soccer today in uh, the Division Three leagues, uh, USL Pro 2, and used to coach in the NPSL uh, men's soccer. I'm also a coaching educator for U.S. soccer and for United Soccer Coaches. You know, what, what makes a, a, a good highlight video? Uh, Really good question. I, I, I think you need to start with the, what is your story? You know, as an athlete, what is the story you're trying to tell? And I think the best way to do that is um, you need to get as many clips as you can from as few games as you can. Because the story is, how have you impacted that game? And have you been an asset in that game? Um, you want to have good competition. Uh, it's easy to tell in a clip if the competition is not really good. Um, you want to keep it four to five minutes. Coaches will only really kind of look at three minutes. Um, max videos, sometimes they'll go deeper, but, you know, four to five minutes is very good. Um, and you want to show all of the clip. And what I mean by that is how did you come to be in that moment? Um, how did you come to be with the ball? How did you come to uh, impact the game? And then what happened after that moment? So, for example, maybe you made this great scissor step and you beat an opponent and that it just was really technically fantastic. And then you passed the ball to the other team right after that. So you, you need to show all of that or, or none of that. So you, you can't really stop after that kind of fantastic move. Because really, the whole thing is, what is it that resulted out of that fantastic move? Yeah. Um, so in a nutshell, that's kind of what makes a good video. And really, you need to tell your story. Um, stay away from a ton of clips from a ton of games. Um, if I think you only, as a college coach, if I think you only impacted a game once or twice, that doesn't really tell me your story as a player. So there you go. So and what are the importance of, of the, the highlight videos right now and with this current COVID crisis? Wow. I mean, highlight videos have really just elevated now for college coaches because they, they can't go watch players play. So uh, they are watching a ton of video and they're really relying more on that video to discern uh, things about an athlete and if that athlete's going to fit into their program. So, I mean, highlight uh, highlight videos or uh, recruiting videos have kind of jumped to the top of the list right now. Um, the uh, Historically, in a normal environment, 
Um, your highlight video is to incentivize, incentivize the coach to come out and watch you play live. But, you know, that's not possible right now. So that video really has to show that coach what you can do and how you can impact the game. So we talk about the video, and I think the, you know, as it was a great point you mentioned that um, you're tr- in, a normal, in a normal climate, you're trying to, you're inviting coaches to come out and, and watch you play. And so most of the time, this, your highlight video is really your, your first impression with the coach. And so can a, a bad highlight video negatively impact recruitment? Yeah, and uh, I mean, you know, we, when we say a bad um, I think I think what makes a bad video is um, a couple of things don't don't have too many bells and whistles. You know, coaches are short on time; they have to get in and they have to get out of the yeah. video. And we just want to know if that's a player that's going to fit, or if they or if they see something in that player that they like. Um, stay away from music; it's a distraction. Um, and again, as I said a little bit earlier, is you know, stay away from those moments where you do something, you know, kind of technically fantastic, but you don't actually show the coach how that benefited your teammates in the game. Um, so th- those, uh, I've seen some very good quality videos. I just did one, looked at one the other day, a, a parent had sent me, and he said, here's, you know, a video I've done, and I, I thought the gal had some pretty good technical skills because I could see that in his videos and the quality was fantastic. They were very tight on the player. Um, but the video was not useful to me as a coach at all because I didn't see how those technical skills helped the game and the team. So it really wasn't useful, even though it was a beautiful video. Yeah, I, I like I like what you're saying. Is how are you impacting the game, and and, and what are you doing for the for the team? Um, because you see so many highlight videos. You're right that a parent zooms in on the player, um, and it, it looks like a FIFA 20 replay. Great, you know you can you can do a Ronaldo move, but you're right. And, and so, um, which I, I think, and it goes back, and I've and I. I, I hate to keep bringing it up. It's just your experience, your soccer background um, is what makes these the, the videos great. Um, you know, so, um, yeah, we've all seen the the, the, war, the bad highlight videos. Um, and on, on a comical note, what is, we don't want to mention names or anything like that, but what's what's the worst highlight video, worst clip that, that you have seen? Years and years and years ago. Um, this was like back in 06, we got a video from a gal and uh, she didn't have any video um, of, of, uh, of herself. So she, she sent uh, a friend's video where she was in, the, in some of the clips. Um, and, and then the other thing was it had this very kind of hokey graphic-y beginning with music. And uh, that was back in the old days with DVDs, you know, I yeah. The DVD went after about two minutes into the garbage can, and you know we never really watched it. So, was her friend actually like circled? Uh, no, no, no. It was just it was just kind of like we mentioned earlier, kind of close up clips of that person. And so that in itself wasn't really that great either. And, and it just you know we just you know or, or you know these days just delete you know yeah. we, just, we don't get more than thirty seconds into it. And we're, you know, we're done. Correct. Yeah. 
Yeah, and I, lo and I love you. I love your comment on the music too, because that's that's always a question I get. But you're you're so spot on, um, you know. And I, and I, I told you the story previously, but it, it's you know we're sitting in an airport, or, or you know you turn your phone on to watch it, and and, and it's loud techno music, and it's um, we we mute it anyways. You know we're watching. Um, laying in bed watching we're trying to watch highlight videos any any way we can um, especially when the recruitment season hits or you're sitting on a bus um, traveling you know so um, the the lack of music is, is important it's um, and you don't want to be distracted and right. if, in the scrolling credits you know that you see kind of the Star Wars type you know credits, <laughs> or, it's a, so that send a send a player resume yeah. That has your accolades, your GPAs, your accomplishments, your captain, your this or that, your games played. I mean, have that on a single sheet of paper, or email, or whatever that you send to the coach that they can have, and they can just look at that without having to look at the video. Yeah, um, be because the highlight video is is two together. I think. Yeah. What you want to send to a coach. Yeah, because the highlight video is exactly what it is. Focus on you and what you do for the team and then all your accolades. That, that's a great point. W what's some advice um, for, for self-filming? Because um, that's really what, what we can do to help you. I mean, we want to have the games already. So what's some advice you can give to parents and players to, to film their own games? Well, I think, um, I mean, we can really do a very good job filming a game, even if it's not elevated, even if it's from the ground level, if you kind of follow a few rules of thumb for filming in general and then um, sports specifically, I think number one is make sure that your camera is level that so that players are not running, you know, up the hill, down the hill. So make sure your camera is level. Make sure the sun is at your back so you, you don't get glare. Now that's not always possible, but if, if you can, that's really good. Have the sun at your back. Um, and again, think about what we've been talking about this whole time about, that player's impact in the game. So you want to film wide angle, um, not really tight on your on your on your player. You want to film wide because you want to see that player in response to the players around and and the game. If you err on the side of too far away, that's better than too close. Because you can always zoom in, but you can't zoom out on the. Yeah, and even again, if you can't say, well, I can't see the number or they're a little blurry, that's actually better than if you just isolate that player. Okay. Um, so, you know, if and, and I think a good rule of thumb would be, you know, kind of 30 yards or more sometimes. And if it's on the opposite side of the field, you zoom in. If they're getting into the attacking third and maybe there's a potential for a shot, even if it's outside the box, you, you want to see if you can frame it, that you can have the player with the ball and the goal and have all that in the frame at the same time. Because if you pan too quickly, all you're going to get is like this kind of streaky. Um, and I think last but not least, if you're not, if you don't film all the time and you have a typical camcorder, understand that you will not be able to see the game. You, you can't see it. All you know is whether or not it's in the frame. But if something happens, you, you can't see it. And so you have to kind of get used to that while well, I watch this game later back on my computer. Yeah, that's a good point. Now, and you're okay with, um, I mean, cell phones have come such, such a long way. I, I know when we first had, you know, my oldest just turned nine, uh, but yeah. we, we, before we had kids, we bought like this expensive camera and, and they're like, and, and now it's like, man, I, 
I don't think the battery's even charged. I just, we use our cell phone. I mean, so you can record a quality game with it with a cell phone. The, the rules still apply. Even if you're going to use your cell phone, you know, you, yeah, you have to still follow all of those same kind of rules that I just gave you, whether it be a camera or a cell phone. Yeah. Um, and, and again, it is hard to watch a game versus seeing a game when you're filming. It's just, it's hard sometimes for the brain to take care of all that information. And they can get, um, I mean, you can pick up a $15 tripod on Amazon um, right now, and, and it, it works. Um, so you can put on a tripod, and you can try to get higher up. And um, Now, what about... Yeah, you don't want to do it by hand. Right. Definitely stick it on a tripod. And they have, if you're using your phone or, or an iPad or whatever, they have holders that you can snap them in there. Yeah. Now, what about for, for, for goalkeepers? I think that's, um, as, as a past goalkeeper, I think it's one of the toughest things to, to film. Um, do, do you recommend filming from just like setting a camera from behind the goal and just letting it play uh, on saves? Or what's the best way to try to get goalkeeper highlight videos? Well, I think, I, I don't know if you see, but uh, my background is primarily as a goalkeeper and goalkeeper trainer. So obviously I'm biased, you know, want to make sure the goalkeeper's in the frame. I knew I knew I liked you for a reason. Maybe that's why we connected. We're both 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 crazy keepers. <laughs> yeah. So so I am always conscious of the keeper. And and that's what I talked about earlier is um, filming wide enough and kind of keeping that goal in the frame so you can also see how the keeper is responding to the play. I don't necessarily like um, from behind. Okay. Um, from behind, I think the way you film a field player is just fine for a goalkeeper. Just be cognizant that you've got them in the frame whenever you can and that you can see them as things start to build up into the middle of the, uh, the, the attacking part, the middle third or the attacking third, that that goalkeeper, you, you could try to fit them in. Um, and then that way you can see how they, again, like all the other players, how are they responding to what's happening because because have, having a ball back to the keeper just showing that that a keeper can because obviously the, the, as the game has, has progressed you know we need our keepers to to be technically sound so it, it seems really boring in a highlight video but the ball back from from a wing back and, and the keeper switching side is just as important as you making the upper 90 save um yeah. oh yeah for sure i mean yeah and how are they supporting their teammate i mean are they stuck back on their stuck back on their goal line or are they, you know, out at the 18, out past the 18? Are they, you know, uh, how are they interacting? Um, I think the other thing would be um, uh, if it, like goal kicks and that type of stuff, don't zoom in again, don't zoom in on the goalkeeper, get it all the way back so you can capture as much of the field as okay. you can and the keeper. And then again, that eliminates panning, but you can also see, you know, it's easier for a coach to follow. It's not so okay. like being a bad roller coaster ride. You know, wider is always better. And 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 then and then last question is is um, again for the, for the for the goalkeeper is a goalkeeper and field players it, how. How are training videos? Because we gotten that question. You know, I, I I don't I don't have game film, and right now people are locked up. Um, how how I guess let's take both 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 positions for a goalkeeper and a field player. Are, are training videos useful? Well, wow, that's a really, that's a great question because we have what we call skills video for certain sports and we don't really use skills videos in soccer for field players necessarily, but skills video do 
do rag for grow keepers. Okay. Um, and I think a, a kind of a good way to look at the difference between skills and game video is a skill skills video is kind of an accurate depiction of your ability when you are not in a game or in a position where you are directly influenced and impeded by an opponent. Okay. So golf, tennis, volleyball, um, baseball, softball. Do well with skills videos, but then you get into lacrosse, soccer, you know, rugby, things where now you are meshed in with an opponent, that game video becomes much more critical. Now, for a goalkeeper, you can do a training video. Okay. And that that's that can work out pretty well because, again, it's not often, except for perhaps a corner or something, that you've got players in on top of your goalkeeper. So you can see their technical skills. Okay. And it's a pretty good pretty technical position yes yeah and, and you know and you, you talk about you know being the game footage it goes back to your point earlier is is coaches want to see what you're doing for the team and how you're impacting the game um yeah. but right right now is you know every state's going to come back and play differently so if we look at the current the current climate of we have we're having right now if we have a player that says i don't have game film should I record skills or sh is it better for them to say, hey, just wait until you get back on the field? Yeah. You know, for a keeper, I think you can film a skills film now and in this time. I, I, I would just have a bit of a caveat for a field player if, yeah. if that's not accompanied by a game video. Um, I, I mean, too often, and it it doesn't often translate. Yeah. Doesn't often translate very well in in in, in this in this sport um, too much. And even yeah. field hockey and lacrosse, again, it doesn't doesn't really translate all the time. And again, I know you're going to be impeded by an opponent. Yeah. So if you're under pressure, often the first thing that goes out the window are technical skills. Yeah. Okay. So, so it's better not to, yeah, and and that's no, it's it's, it's a tough question because we're in, we're in an environment right now that we've never been in, um, and and feel free to correct me if if you know if I'm wrong. So this is um, kind of I guess a, a discussion, but what a thought was is that if because I've had players ask me, I don't I have no game footage right now. Should I record a training video? And I've said no. Just wait for game footage. Is what do you think of asking a coach? Say hey. You know, University of Memphis, whoever is, they're, they're talking to this player. Maybe you ask the coach, say, "Hey, I don't have game footage yet. Do you want? Do you want to see? I can go record some training." And the coach may say, "That's okay," or he may say, "Yes," and that gives you some option. If the coach says, "Because I'm with you as a as a coach," training is. I think that's a good solution. You know, if you're having a conversation, uh, and, and right now coaches are putting premiums on relationships that they already have with players right now, so. So I think, you know, you can ask that question, you know, and they may, you know, personally decide they, they want to see that. Yeah. Um, but, you know, you, you better knock it out of the park. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, but the other thing is, is, I mean, during this time, you should be working on all of those skills. And I mean, it's a great time to be practicing and knocking a ball against the wall. And, you know, it's uh, – and there I noticed on – Twitter and Instagram, and there's a ton of videos coming out now by various coaches on 
skills you can do at home by yourself or with your brother or sister? Well, and, and, and being a part of Rush, we have the virtual learning center every day. And I'm, I'm so glad you brought that up because that was, you know, the college coaches we've talked to, I mean, they're blunt. Like if you, if you come out of this unfit and, and less technically savvy, you've done something wrong. You, you go to our first ID camp whenever, June, July, and, and you're sucking wind and can't complete a pass. Coaches go, you've been locked up for three months and with nothing, like this is your, you, you should be kicking butt right now. Um, and, and I think there's going to be a lot of kids. I know it's a side note. There's going to be a lot of kids that um, I think are going to come out of this doing really, really well. And a lot of kids are, are taking a step back, but that's nothing we can do about it. Yeah, I mean, everybody's kind of hit the pause button now. So it's mm -hmm. not like anybody has, is going to gain an advantage in this time, except for those who take this time and really work on the things that they can work on yeah. at home. I mean, you know, nobody's, you know, it's easy enough to work on the skills. It's easy enough to keep your fitness up. Yep. I'm happy you bring that up because it's something I tell kids all the time and, and, and the teams, yeah. So um, for all of our players, you go to, as always, rushcollege.com. You can click on the, the, the highlight video to, to learn more. Um, this is, again, I, I, I'm incredibly excited, you know, about this partnership and, and um, the ability that we, that we have to help kids um, put together quality, quality and, and, and affordable. Um, I, I, for, it's such a great thing for the for these kids. So thank you, um, you know, for your conversation today. And Josh, thanks so much for having me. And um, you know, I love the sport. You know, I, I you know I love the athletes and the kids. And uh, you know, I do this because you know it's my passion. Yeah, I enjoy it. And thank you so much for inviting me today. Thanks for listening to CapChat, the number one soccer recruitment podcast in the United States. Be sure to check back every two weeks for new episodes of CapChat exclusively on the Rush Podcast Network. My name is Josh Tyler, and this is CapChat.